more? Need more? Get the catch-up with Cam at hit.com.au. Guess who's kept in the studios for Twitter Tuesdays? Now, the reason I love this segment so much is because of all the social media platforms, I use Twitter the least. So thank goodness we have Carly in to tell us what's going on every Tuesday. Well, this is something that's over, I think, all socials at the moment, Cam. It is this egg... Well, it's not the egg challenge. It's the men's mental health challenge. Yes. But it involves a raw egg and then a tablespoon of sugar and then a shot of your favourite spirit. And then you've got a skull of beer at the end of it. So people are... Getting that whole concoction inside of them. Uh, quick shout out to my brother-in-law, actually, Lockie. I know he did it the other day uh, with his housemate, Maddie. So repping it for Mount Isa. They are getting amongst it. But they're saying it's for mental health. Mm. If you don't do the challenge, you're meant to um, donate towards Beyond Blue. Yes. Where do you stand? Well, see, I was nominated to do this challenge. Really? But, but I haven't done it. I, I missed the 24-hour deadline that they... They give you, whoever the genius was who came up with this idea gives you. But I didn't do it, so I'm probably going to donate the $200. But that's the thing, because it's not for mental health, like, I have no problem with donating the money, but do yes. I have to because someone's yeah. nominated me? So, this is it. So, it's all over social media. Um, people, these videos of them doing the challenge, and now people are reacting on Twitter um, saying that it just doesn't make sense. You need to scull alcohol, but yeah. it's an aid of mental health. And then this other guy, he's done it. His name's Tim. He, he did the video, put it up on Twitter. Uh, he said, I've completed the challenge, but I'm probably going to donate anyway. Yeah. And then Beyond Blue have done an official tweet to say that this egg challenge, it's not a Beyond Blue fundraiser. They're not actually endorsing that we, um, you know, have a shot of a spirit and down a big beer. Yeah. They're saying, no, 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 no. We're not connected to this directly, but they're happy to take on the, the fundraising from it because I have also, Cam, seen people taking screenshots of their donations. Their donations, yeah. So the donations are coming in. But I just think the messaging of the video and the challenge itself, not quite right. Yeah, I guess indirectly though, it kind of is raising awareness of Beyond Blue because more people like you and I are talking about it. exactly. And people keep tagging them in the posts. Like, everyone's doing it formatted quite right. You know what I mean? Like, they're tagging Beyond Blue. They're saying um, it's for mental health. So... The conversation is happening, clearly, like you said, you yeah. and I are having it right now. I'm just not sure if the challenge is the right thing no. for Beyond Blue. I want to know who this Mary Poppins character was who came up with a tablespoon yeah. of sugar as well. <laughs> Why do I have a tablespoon of sugar? Yeah. <laughs> Get up with Cam. On Mount Isa's Hit 102.5. Now, the big news this morning in Queensland from yesterday is that Anastasia Palaszczuk got on ABC News and was talking about the possibility of when the Queensland borders were going to open to the rest of the country. We want to welcome as many domestic tourists as possible to Queensland. I would say that things would look more positive towards September. Having said that, I don't want to rule anything out. It might as well rain until September. Yep, a lot of people are thinking September is too long away, but a lot of other people... They're like, September. We've got until September until we have to have those New South Welshmen in our bloody state. Well, too bad. I'm stuck up here. (laughs) Uh, But a lot, yeah, it's a big talking point because a lot of people think we should be trying to boost domestic tourism as soon as as we can. Uh, Other people think we need to play it safe. Uh, She was also toying with the possibility 
of having a, uh, a bubble with the western states of Australia. Oh, I could see that happening before New South Wales and Victoria, but that's a matter for the premiers there as well. They'll probably say the same thing. We've got a little bit of community transmission, not much, but they may say, no, we don't want uh, Queensland at the moment. That's the key point in this conversation, community transmission. Whether or not the, the uh, states who want to come into Queensland have uh, that community transmission. Now, that's not people going overseas, coming it back and giving it to a family member. That's when someone who has the disease sneezes on a handrail or something and someone touches that and there's no tracing as to how you actually got the disease. So it'll all depend on whether that community transmission drops. But there's also a lot of pressure from the New South Wales Premier Gladys Berejiklian to uh, open up domestic tourism as, as soon as possible. Uh, so it's, it's, a, it's a pretty fiery debate as to when, when we should open the borders. But I want to know from you, on 13, 12, 16, do you think we should be opening the borders as soon as we can to boost domestic tourism? Or do we still need to stay a little bit conservative to keep the, the virus out of places like the Northwest and Queensland in general? We've done so well. Do you think if we open them up too soon, it'll be catastrophic for us? Amy from Menzies, what do you reckon? Yeah, I definitely think they do. I actually have um, my friends and family across the border. I'm, I just work over here, so I haven't been able to see anyone. I haven't been able to see my parents. But if there's no new cases, I don't see why we can't open it sooner. You're not too worried about someone touching a handrail on the train on the way to the Sydney airport and bringing it up to uh, the northwest? No, I mean, it's it's all up to people to do continue to do the right thing, obviously, but... Um, you know, other states have opened their borders or their, their borders are just open. So I don't see why we can't open them earlier. I see your point. Hey, uh, Amy, where's the first place you're going to go once the, uh, the borders do open up? Which state are you going to pick? Uh, definitely New South Wales. Oh, I got some friends and family there. Or you just, you just love the Harbour Bridge in Sydney? Well, yeah, I do love the Harbour Bridge. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Hit Breakfast Show with Cam. We saw the last two episodes of The Last Dance with Michael Jordan last night and now we're We've got a big hole in our hearts looking for a, uh, another sporting documentary. Well, let me tell you about one that's going to be coming out in the next couple of months, I would say. Now, when you think of Aussie cricketers of who you could make a documentary about, in comparison to Michael Jordan, of course, you think the great Donald Bradman. But it's a bit hard to sort of get interview footage from Donald Bradman because, you know, uh, they, well, while he was alive and playing cricket, the technology wasn't quite up to scratch. So when you think of someone else who could uh, make a documentary, you think of the great Shane Warne. Now, not only is he one of Australia's greatest bo- uh, leg spin bowlers, actually cricket's greatest leg spin bowlers, but he's also a character. We all know he's got a lot of off-field antics. Uh, but he sat down with Fox Cricket's A Week with Warney segment and revealed that they're going to meet, be making a documentary about his, his life. I signed with a company to follow me around 24-7. Well, I'm trying to work out if it's 24-7, seven days a week for oh, how long. Holy. But they And we're going to do sit-down interviews about everything. There's nothing's off limits. We're going to go in-depth about it all. And so I've signed on to do a documentary on my life. Um, it's called Shane. Oh, it's going to be very interesting, to the fact that nothing's off limits. We're going to hear all about his cricketing career, all about his off-field dramas as well. Uh, as I was saying, you wouldn't uh, you wouldn't necessarily compare Shane Warne to Michael Jordan. I'd say you'd more compare him to Dennis Rodman, being the bad boy of the cricketing world. And although he was very, very good at the sport, he was a bit of a bad boy. And we all know that Shane Warne is not uh, afraid to, you know, get out about and have a drink. And something that I'm glad about this documentary that he has confirmed is that he won't be the one doing the interview. Because as we know, Shane Warne, when he interviews, all he wants to know about is 
how thirsty people are. This is from the, uh, the 2015 One Day World Cup after just after Australia won and he was interviewing everybody. You're feeling thirsty? Yeah, it was fantastic. And I'm sure, what about you going to have a, a bit of a drink tonight too, Smitty? You're going to get thirsty as well? The boys are thirsty, they seem. Okay, so what's the plan? Besides lots of drink and that, how long is that going to last? Just one night, two nights? We saw Darren Lehman say it might last a week. Do you reckon it'll go a bit longer than that? I'll tell you what, I hope this documentary reveals a bit more about Shane Warne than the fact that he likes a beer. <laughs> Want more? Need more? Get the catch up with Cam at hit.com.au.